Hey, before we get started with today's episode, I just want to quickly let you know that if you DM me the word audit on Instagram, that's at Ken Westgar, we'll do a quick 15-minute audit of your launch. And by the end of the audit, you'll know exactly where to put your focus in order to grow and scale your next launch. So like I said, DM me the word audit on Instagram, and I'll talk to you soon. This is the Oh My God, I'm Launching Podcast, and on today's episode, I'm talking to Yana Lugoli. Uh, and we talk about a lot of stuff, a lot of different stuff today. Um, amongst, you know, some some woo stuff, I'm going to admit that. It's hard to get away from that. Uh, we talk about some launches stuff, obviously. But I think one of the most important things that we kind of touched upon is, you know, one is a little bit about the fear that we have when we launch and the fear of judgment and all that stuff. But also, and this is, you know, something I've been talking a lot about too, is how we have to choose things that we want to do you know we shouldn't be choosing things that everybody else is telling us and i know john had a great story uh about you know how she was uh choosing to do a webinar because somebody else told her to do that and well you can only imagine what happened but uh to hear the entire story you definitely need to listen to this and there's a lot of golden nuggets in here. I promise you, you do not want to miss this episode. And we had a blast talking together. So this is a fun episode and I think you're going to enjoy it. So dig right into it. Have you launched your online course with great success? Or maybe you launched totally tank and you just want to curl up and cry. Well, it really doesn't matter. Hi, my name is Ken Wesker and I'll help online course creators and membership site owners creating the most fun and profitable launches without having to go it alone. In this podcast, we talk about all kinds of launches. You'll get tons of valuable insights and fun stories that highlights the dramatic ups, downs, failures, and success that comes from being in launch mode. This is the Oh My God, I'm Launching podcast. All right. Welcome to the Oh My God, I'm Launching podcast. I'm your host, Ken Wesker, and today I'm joined with Diana. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me, Ken. It's a pleasure, and uh, I've been on your podcast as well, so this is so cool to have you on my podcast too. So, yeah, love it. Um, Today, we're going to talk about launches, uh, like we pretty much always do on this podcast. (laughs) And uh, Diana, she knows a thing or two about launches as well, because she, uh, this is what she do, you know? So, um, I would love for you to just kind of get us started with telling us, you know, who you are, who you help, and how you help them. Yeah, sure. So... So I I would go like with typical international success and business coach, but that's boring. Like, (laughs) let's just say I'm, I'm someone who, who is um, in Ave with all things chai, chocolate and chat. And I love really when we meet online to bring these goodies and to help female entrepreneurs to be, do and have whatever they desire through launching or through, you know, through scaling their online businesses so they can really unlock their potential and do what they do best and mm-hmm. outsource the rest. Mm. There you go. <laughs> yeah. I love that last part though. And, you know, outsource the rest, because I think that is like, I mean, for any business, not just with launching, but just a business, just outsourcing the stuff that you can outsource. It is, it's so important. Yeah. Yeah. And funny, you know, every time, you know, most of the time, like people ask you, what did you learn? You know, we know most of our coaches uh, always tell you, like, there is no failure. It's only a feedback. It's only Mm -hmm. a lesson. Mm -hmm. What is the one lesson that you learned when you were launching? So one of my biggest lessons 
um, or the fact that I needed to, it was literally thrown into my face was <laughs> don't do the stuff that you don't enjoy doing it. Yeah. Like if it, if it ain't fun, don't do it. Yeah. Uh, so basically I learned the hard way through burnouts and through almost divorcing my husband. It was hard. It was a hard lesson, but I took it and I said, you know what? Screw this. I'm going to enjoy what I do because tomorrow is not promised. Mm, yeah. Absolutely. It's very true. And, you know, when you start doing things that you really don't enjoy doing, uh, and if, especially if you're launching, I mean, that all, that alone takes up a lot of energy. So just imagine if you start doing things that you hate, how much energy that's going to suck out of you and how you think your launch is going to go. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That was like, I seriously remember when, when a coach told me, you should try webinar. Mm-hmm. I said, no, I love live launches. I love live broadcasting. I love to talk with people. I love getting on the Zoom. No, webinars are so cool. Mm-hmm. I went in my, my mind, webinar was such a monster because, you know, you have to have perfect slides and you have to have a story, <laughs> the intro, the, you know, whatever, the sequence. Yeah. Um, and I felt it was so played. I'm not a player, you know, I'm not a performer. I just, I'm giver. I want to give people value and I don't do it in an structured way. I just do it. I show up for people. Yeah. Um, and that felt so odd. And you know what? It was such a, effort. it was a flopped launch. <laughs> yeah. Because, because you I went did. with a webinar. Yeah. Because yeah. I went with something that I initially didn't love. Yeah. I didn't have fun and I was drained. I was like, you know, my energy on the webinar was, I had two buddies and they were like, yeah, you did it great. And I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, you can tell me I'm a big girl. <laughs> yeah, it sucked. It totally sucked. Like you were not natural. You were like a robot. Yes, thank you. I'm not, never going to do webinar again. But I tried and I knew that, you know, when you have this energy that mm-hmm. is negative energy towards something, like don't go there. Mm-hmm. Even people tell, like you have to try it. Like, I don't buy this thing. You have to try it. If something is repulsive, you don't have to try it. Don't force yourself because there are stuff that are hard, mm-hmm. you know, and you need to like, you know, you have to master. If you're a podcaster, you have to master the speaking skill. You know, that's just, you get, get better and better if you love doing it. Absolutely. I love, love podcasting. Am I good at it? No. Am I doing it better every day? Yes. Because I'm doing it with fun, with joy. Absolutely. And I would assume that, you know, from that first episode you did with podcasts until now, it's a huge difference. I know that for myself. It's like night and day. I can't. Yeah. It's crazy. The the first was in the closet. I was just hiding. uh, (laughs) My kids were screaming around. So it was total disaster. (laughs) But I love the fact that you brought up, you know, um, that you that we shouldn't be doing things that we don't want to do, that we really feel it deep inside that this is not for me, because th- th- that is so important. Because obviously, there's a difference between you know having um, like a fear or you know a limiting belief that's blocking you from doing it, versus you know mm-hmm. really feeling it deep down inside that this is not for me. Yeah, yeah, we should stop shooting. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, obviously, webinar work, there's no denying that. But if you, like you said, you love doing this live launch, just being there and just serving from the heart and just giving everything, then obviously do that because that's going to bring you a whole different energy 
versus trying to push through a webinar with Mm -hmm. trying to get the perfect slides and trying to perform and all that stuff. Yeah, it's so important. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I don't, you know, think that live launches and challenges are not, you know, they also take a lot of your energy. Yeah. But it's, you know, it also gives you so much back because you get this, uh, you know, for me, I love, I'm an extrovert and I love that direct feedback from people, you know, chatting mm-hmm. in the comments and, you know, giving them feedback while I go like, that's my jam. I'm used to that. And I wouldn't trade it for anything. And I know people who are, are like really, really awesome. Like Amy Porterfield, like she's a rock star when it comes to webinars. Like I mm-hmm. say like queen, you do your <laughs> webinars, like, yeah. you know, um, but they are not my jam. So knowing what you are good at and knowing what you enjoy, it's a secret sauce. Yeah. Sorry to break it, guys. <laughs> yeah, and it, it may require some trial and error testing just to figure that out. But once you do, you know, it's going to be a blessing. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, like, did you ever felt like you had this epiphany and you have this moment? Oh, my God. There is a thing that I just want to launch. I'm so excited. I know it's going to be like, um, okay, how do I do this? But you're so excited and you go full in and you don't look back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? That is like a- your podcast. You know, you yeah. were excited. You had all in. You bring these amazing guests, you know, and it's you, you, you know, the first probably w- wasn't like, you know, oh, this is genius. <laughs> No, but we have to start somewhere. You know, that's yeah. what we all do. We all start out somewhere. And, you know, it's usually at the bottom. And we got to work our way up and figure out how to do this and how it works. And then you kind of get into it. But that's just yes. the way it is. And we got to accept that, though. <laughs> Even though it's not <laughs> easy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, just wanted to... Okay, so this is more like, you know, what type of launch style you should go for. And, you know, that's obviously go with whatever you feel is right for you. Um, I know a lot of people talk about, you know, setting goals. And we also know that, you know, setting goals is one thing. It's good to have something to work towards, obviously. But, you know, how we get to those goals is a whole different story. And the way we definitely are attached to those goals and the result that we're expecting. Can we talk a little bit about that? <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, it's funny because I don't know, like every, every, every old, co- like not old coach, like old school coaching, it always uh, sets you for smart goals. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and it's so funny because smart goals you don't even work. And I'm going to like, if we, like, I'm going to be honest, like why they don't work because there is no intentionality. Mm-hmm. you know, behind those goals. And I am a goal mapping practitioner and I, I studied something that is called like connecting both left and right brain, right? Left is for words, left is for like, you know, having numbers, left is for dates and the right is for visualizing that. Mm-hmm. And once and visualization comes from you attaching emotions to it, like having this really strong intention, um, having your why and not why just, you know, as Simon Sinek says, why as what hurts you. So mm-hmm. you have you have this strong emotion, you know, if, if I don't go full in, if I don't do this, what is the worst case scenario? Mm-hmm. So you go, you, you're ready. You're ready to not to burn bridges, but you're ready to go because you know your why. Mm-hmm. Um, and when, once you have that intentionality, you, obviously there are some steps, you know, you, they always say, you know, um, a goal without a date is just, you know, it's not a goal. It's just a wish. 
So a date <laughs> is always a good motivator. Yeah. Um, but I wouldn't be necessarily so uh, because I see people I didn't you know, achieve my goal until, you know, the end of the year and they get so obsessed and they get like, I just want to quit. This doesn't work. Mm. Once you let go of that, when it's going to come and how it's going to come, it's done. Mm, Yeah. Right. Letting go, surrendering and trusting the process. And man, like I can tell you that was hard for me because I'm such a hustler. I'm such a doer. And we know both. We know both that just doing doesn't make it, you know, because I am the one who you don't beat me in the work discipline. I'm an immigrant kid. Like, you know, I was, I was, you know, taught to punch hard and to get punches. Like that's me. But I learned that that's just not duplicable and it's not scalable. Mm -hmm. And once I let go of that, I always need to hustle and I always need to grind. I just surrender and trust the process that everything is going to unfold without being attached to that date. I just know that it's everything in divine timing. A little bit woo-woo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we like woo-woo on this podcast, so that's totally yes. <laughs> fine. <laughs> but it's so true, though. We do get really attached to you know both dates and results. And if it doesn't happen one way or another, you know, we see it as a failure and just like, yeah, you just want to give up. And yeah. the same thing with launches as well. You know, if yeah, you don't and- reach that goal, it's, oh, no, this was a failure. Right. And we, we are so obsessed with that number or date and, and the fact that we are wired for failure. We're just taught, you know, <laughs> yeah, if you didn't basically. do that, like, it's like, you know, you need to have A's. And if, if you come home from, and you didn't get A or you, the teacher says you're a loser, your parents tell, tells you, not you, but, you know, tells you that you're a loser, your peers, like, uh, really make fun of you. Um, and what the, the society, actually, our generation, we were set up for failure mm-hmm. because we, we were never enough. What if we would flip the game and say, you know, this right here, right now, is how we create future. And this here, right here, right now, is enough. Mm-hmm. I did my best. Exactly. I played full out, right? So that's enough. It has to be enough. And it doesn't need to be when we do what we always do. Um, we always compare ourselves. We always think that we need to be um, kind of a, we need to fit in, you know, and we are not actually doing what we love. And back to that story, we always need to find um, a place, a spot that we will be accepted. Mm-hmm. You know, that acceptance needs to come w- within. Yeah. And exactly. we learned that the hard way. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah, we do. <laughs> it's so true. Um, I mean, just, just looking up to, I mean, there's nothing wrong to look to, you know, the experts and the mentors and all that stuff. Obviously there's always going to be someone ahead of you and it's good to look towards those and be inspired by those, but it's so dangerous because we also, you know, compare ourselves like, like I just mm-hmm. said, and we then start to get fear of, you know, how are people going to judge me based on the fact that I can't achieve the same results as these other people who, you know, done the same thing before me. But um, yeah. yeah, we confuse inspiration for desperation. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So true. Um, and and uh, it's normal in this online world. If we, I would get rid of one, one disease is really comparisonitis. Yeah. Because it's, it's awful. It it's is. Awful. 
It is. I mean, one thing that I did learn is um, from a previous podcast guest was on that on the show, uh, Laura Husson. She mm-hmm. um, she told me that you know once you if you see somebody do something and it's awesome, they get great results. Just say thank you for showing me what's possible. Yes, it's, that's what it's all about. They are just showing you what is possible. It can be done. Now it's your this. turn. Yes, love this, love this, love this, because it is like that, you know, and we hear this all of the time, like, I want to be next Tony Robbins, I want mm-hmm. to be next Marie Folio, whatever. No, you're you. <laughs> you don't want <laughs> yeah. to be next Tony Robbins or Marie Folio. You are you, just own the, the freaking shit, <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's true, it's true, absolutely. Um, but speaking of fears, um, that's a huge thing for, you know, entrepreneurs in general, um, in launches, whenever you're doing something, putting yourself out there, I get it. It's, it's mm-hmm. hard, <laughs> but obviously there's a huge mindset piece to that. Can you explain a little bit about that and how you think about it? I think that all fears come, you know, we, we all been, been there, like fear of judgment, fear of failure, fear, maybe fear of success even, you know, oh, yeah. but w- what does that actually mean that you are so focused on you? And not actually, you know, on the people you serve. Mm -hmm. It's like always, I'm going to fail. I'm going to be judged. But what if you would succeed and you will, you would change someone else's life? Does that, 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 that doesn't matter. That doesn't count. When did we stop thinking about the people we serve and being so focused on ourselves? Mm -hmm. That's where the fear comes because we focus on the spotlight is on us. And spotlight is scary. Yeah. <laughs> Especially, right? Um, why not cast that spotlight to, to the real heroes, the people that you serve? Because mm, you're just that. a guide, just a flashlight. You know, mm-hmm. cast that flashlight to your people. Let them be in center. And then I can promise you that no fear is legit, legit fear. fear because... You know, True. babies, and you are also a father and you would know, babies are born with two, like, these are like natural fears, fear of height and fear of, um, of noise, like loud noise. Mm-hmm. These, are, these are two legit fears for human beings. Everything rest is just fake. And yeah. I like how, and I love how Mel Robbins says, and I'm going to give you a story. Um, she says like the fear and excitement are the both like physiolo- phys- physiologically same sensations. You know, you have butterflies in your tummy, um, you, you, you sweat, you know, your palms sweat and you have this crazy sensations. That reminds me of a story when me and my 13 year old, my teenager, we go to, every year we go to, not, not, now because not, not this year <laughs> well, we go to year. this amusement park right and she always makes me to go to um, a free fall and funny enough the older you get the scary <laughs> strange thing <laughs> and she would always say come mom let's go and she's so excited I'm, I'm being my pants like I'm so scared <laughs> but why is one excited about one one thing and the other is scared mm-hmm. because of the experience of the of the fear you know yeah or they that you know the mind plays tricks on you and you think you know so much yeah. about what's coming so you i have yeah, so you, much yeah. on the stake i have so much to lose and uh, and when you actually focus on and when i focus on my daughter and see her smile and say you know what she enjoys it so much i'm going to go there for 
three seconds. I'm, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to pee my pants, but I'm going to see her smile. Mm. And that's the most important thing. Yeah. And she's going to think you're awesome because you did it with her, <laughs> which is so probably well. more important, obviously. <laughs> so it's really like thinking about, and, and always like, what is the worst case scenario? We don't think about that, right? What's yeah. the worst case scenario? Like, seriously, what can happen? You know, these like, I'm like really the, the uh, free fall is, is just an example. But if you put yourself out there and launch yourself, launch your program, launch your podcast, launch your course, whatever that is. What is the worst thing that can happen? Yeah. You fail, but you learn a lesson and you are a better than you were yesterday exactly. because you have an experience more. And that's what it matters. Magic of moments and experiences. That's what we human are designed for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah. There's the worst thing that can happen. Nobody buys, nobody sees it, nobody hears it. Uh, so what? Yeah. They don't see it anyway. So who cares, right? Right? From hidden jam to, 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 you know, you can be someone who, oh, she actually did it. Or he actually launched it. Mm-hmm. And he did it. Yeah. You know? And they, and the, the funny thing about this this online world is that Whenever you think that people are not watching and paying attention, they do. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've seen her plenty of times. Right? You have always read. You get the funniest messages from people you never knew about. It's like, oh, my God, I've been, like, binging your podcast. It's like, I love it. It's like, who who are you? I don't know. (laughs) Where did this come from? But, I mean, I appreciate that. But it's just that, yeah, just like you said, you know, you never know who's watching, who's listening, who's just lurking, you know. Right and waiting you. for you to yeah. give them permission. You're showing up for them. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> Love <laughs> this. Um, you know, what has been, obviously, I th- we talked about, you know, looking up to your experts and mentors and stuff like that. Who has been your biggest inspiration when it comes to, you know, being in business yeah, we, I mentioned Tony Robbins, and I know that yeah. a lot of people like, oh, Tony Robbins, like he's a giant. Like, he's a one big giant heart. That who, who is, and he inspires me because he has so much. I don't necessarily agree with some of the stuff that, you know, um, but the way he serves and the way he mm-hmm. cares, like the he serves pure love. And that's what inspires me. Like so much love and so much care into humanity. Like it's insane. That inspires me. Mel Robbins, I, I mentioned her too, because she's, <laughs> she's like a one kick ass lady that, you know, she came up with this, you know, five, four, three, two, one. Mm-hmm. Like if you, you guys, you know, I have to say, if you haven't read her book, Five Second Rule, like that book can literally change your life. Because you will never be in your head and you will always be in your, your where, where, where you should be in your heart. Because your head will always trick you and will always give you reason not to. And your heart will always say, you know, it's gui- you're guided by love and not by fear. And this is what you should do. Mm-hmm. And that's what uh, essentially like Mel Robbins gave me with her book. So these are two people who really made like, like really influencer who made a big impact. 
also Vishen Lakiani, as I'm an ambassador for Mind Valley and going through, you know, serving his communities is, is just this way of how he's disrupting the the self-education and and you know education system mm-hmm. is just blow my mind because it his vision is so so strong and where he is actually leading the world is it's a little bit scary but it's so awesome because these are like some really awesome genius minds um that are making like really really impact on this world and if you can be around them like you're a winner (laughs) but these are my top three people that I just um I don't sometimes understand what they are saying (laughs) because it's in in this crazy words but um I love how they are actually casting the vision and taking people you know with 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 they have a message and that's how, how you yeah those people you should follow <laughs> with <laughs> <Love> a <it>. message <laughs> yeah um i don't know if you've noticed this or maybe it's just me but i it seems to me like there's more entrepreneurs who you know are more of the the uh, heart-centered entrepreneurs mm-hmm, they, they mm-hmm. seem like they're popping up more and more and i i, I love it i love that because that means they come from a place of, you know, just wanting to serve, wanting to help. And they have these huge hearts. And But still, it seems oftentimes that those are also the people who struggle the most to get the message out there. Yeah, 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 yeah. You are so right. And uh, this is so, and I think we both know um, Tom Earl. We, we both know Tom Earl. Like mm-hmm. he's a Facebook ads maniac. And he is like, he taught me something when we had, when I had podcast with him and he said, you know, there are people with good marketing mm. and bad message. And there are people with bad marketing and good message. And we need to flip. We need to change. So everyone with a good message gets the right tools to have a good marketing so they mm-hmm. can reach more people. Yeah. Right. And, and, and it's insane because, you know, now more than ever, we have so many different marketing tools. So many that like, and people are like, yeah, they're like clubhouses and party houses (laughs) and all this crazy stuff. Where do I go when I'm just starting or, or even like, um, not even starting. Like I have been in business and I haven't worked. What do I do? Where do I focus on? And this is where I see and probably you too, that people like just, they lack the focus and intention and they go from one thing to another mm-hmm. and that leads nowhere than to failure. Yeah. Because if you don't go all in and really perfecting your thing, um, eventually that's going to cost you. Yeah, for sure. But it also could be, or at least I see from my perspective is, you know, being, on a journey, you sometimes have to, you know, make those switches until you finally mm-hmm. figure things out. Oh, but, yeah. but just be aware that that's okay. Yeah. And it, and obviously it's going to take a little bit longer because you have to go through these phases. But once you get to that spot, you know, things are just going to shift and you're just going to fly away. Yeah. I think it's just like, yeah, you definitely build grit and, and, you know, perseverance when you are, you know, just, just going and not quitting, but sometimes people just get overwhelmed, you know, this thing doesn't work and another thing doesn't work and this thing, you know, and they would drop out too soon, too early, because we know that, um, there is no overnight success. This is, there is 10 years 
in a making of an overnight success, yeah. right? <laughs> it just looks like an overnight success, but yeah. yeah. Right. So these people who have the grit, I, I'm not saying like, yes, try, try everything. Like be curious, but don't let like the things, the, the toys overwhelm you because we know like kids, you know, they love to try all the toys, but they never lose the curiosity and cre- creativity. So don't lose, be that kid. Mm-hmm. Always want more and, you know, different things, but don't lose the, the spark. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, and- you probably like and, and the purpose thing. I think it's also important. Like sometimes people are so stuck. This is my purpose, and this is what I should do. Like this is ingrained, and this is, and they get like, okay, um, it's not just one DNA that you have. Like you can change your DNA whenever you want. Um, just give yourself self grace and permission. It's okay to pivot. It's okay to to change because. As a brand, as a personal brand, as a human, you are evolving and changing. So you don't need to be, if you were like, and I, I, when I launched my coaching business, I was primarily focusing on wellness because Mm -hmm. I came from a network marketing business where, where, where was a health and wellness um, uh, brand. So wellness was huge for me. How can I, you know, create more energy for people and how can I help people like to have more energy? So and I still have that aspect, but I don't brand myself as a wellness coach. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah, and I think you kind of nailed it with, you know, that we evolve and it's okay to change and, you know, but don't make those big shifts because that's going to, you know, make a huge difference you know, in your business, obviously. So, but evolving is a different way of just taking one step further closer to, you know, your purpose, if you will. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's always, and this comes to the, you know, always making sure that your your people are following your journey, that it's not just, okay, I'm going to cut this off. <laughs> yeah. and, and, it's like, you know, what, what happened? Instagram, <laughs> you know, be, uh, be transparent. You know, it's not just, you're going to go one one day from real estate agent to, you know, I don't know, um, uh, or teaching people how to launch their book. Like, yeah. you know, um, <laughs> it doesn't make sense. So, if you do have different, we are multidimensional, multi-passionate, but if you're going to do this switch, do it gradually. Like, you know, take them on a journey. Why is actually happening this transition? It's possible, but mm. make it like really smooth transition. So it's not like one day you're this and the other day you're this. Yeah. Well, I mean, I didn't, when I started the podcast, I wasn't talking about anything woo or, you know, energy alignment none of that but it i've been on the journey with you know learning that stuff and getting interested in it and now i can't stop talking about it because i love it (laughs) but it it has been a journey from you know for a year and a half almost you know to get to this point where i kind of really love it and love to talk about it and want to do more of it Mm -hmm. yeah yeah, it feels aligned. It feels it feels good, right? Once you, you once you try the the cookie from the alignment, it's like, oh, I want more. It's so good. Yeah, exactly. It's a dangerous thing, <laughs> but it, it is kind of dangerous because it, it is a kind of a rabbit hole once you you know start looking into all this different things. I've been starting looking at human design, mm-hmm. and oh man, that is that is a total rabbit hole because you don't really scratch the surface just by taking that test 
And yes. that's, that's kind of where you stop because you don't really understand yes. everything else. And then I got somebody else who told me about something called gene keys. And I was like, what is that? Is that another rabbit hole? I asked, <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah, that's a rabbit hole too. So it's like, okay, I'm not going to go into that just yet, but, <laughs> but it's interesting. Yeah. The personality tests. I love them. Assessments. That's like, I love them the most. The, the one that I really, that I swear by and I, and I love my clients too. It's a strength test. Uh, the strength finder by Gallup. Um, I just think it gives you like your, and this is basics. You know, if we talk about business plan and really about business, it's like knowing your strengths and weaknesses. That's like the SWOT analysis. That's the Mm -hmm. principle of business. Um, Knowing your strengths and really going and the, the, the simplest, the basic strength finder gives you like top five. If I would know that these are my top strengths, I would never focus on them. I always knew that positivity is something that it's really, really strong and rooted into, into me because I always find strength in things that, you know, are not, not, not pretty. I would say I always find that, you know, positivity anchor. Um, and being, you know, I didn't know that I'm a, such a communicator, which makes so much sense because I speak seven languages um, and I just <laughs> love to speak and communicate. And be, probably be, if I wouldn't take that test, um, I wouldn't launch my podcast because, mm-hmm. you know, I was always like, I want to write, you know, for, I want to write articles. You, you gain publicity by getting in Forbes and Inc. Mm-hmm. Well, that's such a bull crap. I'm, I'm a communicator. I love to speak and that's my strength. I'm just going to focus on podcasting because, you know, it, it's me. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, strength finder is really one of the things that I adore and obsess and I go full and like really, really. And one of my strengths is, you know, <laughs> it is, it is, you know, I love this stuff because it's so much fun when you are not attached to, you're not attached to anything. You just trust. Mm-hmm. You just trust and you have faith that, you know, something will pull you when you're fully clear what that is. Exactly. Uh, let's shift gears a little bit and talk about, I know you have like these um, five steps to launch online. Yeah. Care to share your perspective on how to launch online? Yes, 100%. So the launch blueprint that I take my clients through is like, you know, we started with why, you know, mm-hmm. knowing why and I take them through the whole seven step process of goal mapping, how to go from, you know, from having that, what you want to actually visualizing. Um and this is particularly when you are launching and knowing, having that purpose behind the launch. Because sometimes people tell me, I want to hit 10K. Mm-hmm. What, what does that even mean? Like, what, you know, and I would say, like, I didn't hit 10K. But if you would, what would that mean? What would you, what is the purpose of 10K? So, and then they go and they do the math and they say, like, I actually need only 4K to, to be, what, you know, whatever the lifestyle that I want. Um, so how much did you hit four and a half okay so you hit your purpose so mm-hmm. then we are there like just just raise the bar and know what you are investing so knowing and having that like clear purpose behind the numbers so it's not just a number but also like having the clear visualization if you're going to be investing into you know going on a family trip visualize that family trip. What what does it cost? Five, six grand? Like have that clear picture of what that will look like. 
Mm-hmm. And the second step is really knowing your ideal client. And we talk about this a lot, but um, what I love to go um, with through with my clients is having the, the avatar that is, you know, my avatar is Katie and it's always been Katie. Katie was one of my clients. And I always think of what would Katie do? Mm-hmm. What, you know, what does Katie dream of? What does actually like make uh, Katie, you know, wakes in the middle of the night? If I would pose this, how would Katie react? And this is like everything that I create, I create for Katie. Mm-hmm. So getting like super, super clear again, back to visualiza- visualization. The third thing is knowing your free and paid offer. Um, and I think that one of our coaches also is clear. If you're if something is broken as you offer, and most of yeah. the times, like people are not clear what they are promising. One of the key ingredients, I'm not going to go through the whole step and process, but one of the key ingredients is knowing what is your promise and transformation. This is mm-hmm. where people flop yeah. because they don't know whether, and sometimes in the coaching business, it's hard to be tangible, but when you know that you're taking them from the pain to pleasure, like be very descriptive in that. Mm-hmm. What is the pain? What are, are they overwhelmed? What are they overwhelmed with? What is their like dream island look like? Mm-hmm. What is that? Like being like really, and I love to, you know, back to the market research and the ideal client, you have to be obsessed with your client. Like doing the market research, I think that's the where the people are like, I don't want to do this. Yeah. Um, it's a boring, but is the most, like you should invest most of your time there. The fourth piece is like really the sales process. I take them through my three S. Um, it's storytelling, um, it's standout publicity, and then um, selling more of soulful selling. How you're gonna actually like sell without selling? Mm-hmm. Um, that's the fourth part, and the fifth part is actually the launch process. So how are we using all these four steps? Is that you know a live challenge? Is that a you know um, a webinar? Whatever that is, how do we actually? create those breadcrumbs how do we create a transparent journey so people will go okay from oh i saw you i know who you are now i like you now i trust you i'm gonna take my credit card so how Mm -hmm. do we take them through that journey no like and trust yeah that's basically it simple simple (laughs) yeah but it doesn't have to be hard but um i love the fact that you touch on um the transformation part in the offer because it's like you said, you know, you have the the pain and then there's the pleasure. And I think a lot of people tend to talk about what's happening in between here. How do we get them from, you know, the pain to the pleasure, but they don't really care how they get there. I mean, yeah. it, you can, if there's a pain island and pleasure island and the boat look like shit, but, <laughs> you know, as long as that boat gets you to pleasure island, you don't really care. Yes. It's about getting to that island and what that island can bring you. And I love to say like give the people what they want no or sell them what they want and give them what they need because they don't know that they need actually that transformation yeah they want the solution they want the vitamin or the pill whatever that is just give them that and take them through the process because sometimes we know uh, most of the times it starts with the mindset Mm-hmm. they just it want was. give me that process <laughs> give me the like you know step by step um give me the framework no you have to do the work first this is not the work give me the module five no start with one yeah. you know and, and it's funny but but it is like that you know you have to do some really 
the pre-work to get to the the to the work <laughs> yeah and that's probably also the hardest work to do because yeah working on yourself is it's a beast on its own to be honest you know i've been yeah. there i'm still doing it and i think i will never probably stop but you know yeah. it's important to just get started and start getting aware of things and um yeah work on it yeah, it's funny because we don't want, we don't like, especially women, we don't like to look ourselves in the mirror, mirror mm-hmm. because we don't like what we see, right? And if we don't embrace, embrace that, we will always be stuck in that reflection. We yeah. can move forward. And a lot of women are just like really, they are hurt inside. Um, the, the, the mirror image really scares them. Mm-hmm. And that's why they, if they don't go into that work, you know, you can't, if you don't know yourself, you can't know your client, you can't know your offer, you know, the launch process and the sales process is going to suck. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and maybe for, for, for men, I, I don't know, it's easier, but women, they hurt. Yeah, And before they, you know, they have to go through the healing process so they can heal others or help mm. others. Mm. Not yeah. before, because hurt people hurt. Absolutely. Right. And we, I mean, honestly, women have definitely had a harder time, you know, running a business or just starting up a business on their own. But thankfully, times are changing and you know we see more and more female entrepreneurs uh even you know vice president in the united states i mean it's awesome to see these female yeah entrepreneurs and just yeah getting into these big positions and yeah it's awesome it's I exciting love it. yeah, it's, it's really exciting. exciting and you know we both live in you know in place and in in this world where where equality is not even an issue i don't know like in sweden yeah. like we you know not in, kind of not in a big sense yeah right it's you know you see women in construction and science and tag that's not even an issue um so i think and I'm not saying that as a feminist and because today is uh, when we are recording this podcast, Women International Day, but it's yeah. really like women are getting this sense of we can be more mm-hmm. if we just want to be more and yeah. we can have it all. We, you know, and, and this comes like we, we are breaking the next generation. I'm raising three girls and I'm seeing that how they are, you know, they are just little bosses. Like they are like, you know, they are, you know, strolling around their dad. And, you know, my husband comes from, you know, Kosovo, that's Albanian culture. It's like his, his mom was at home. Like, yeah. and it's, it's different mindset and now seeing like you know his girls raising into this like really smart and self-sufficient ladies mm-hmm. gives him also you know women can have have it all yeah and i can't, don't mind being a dad who supports you know do lunch or whatever that is it's really about equality and and i think it's more of not just equality but also contribution to each other mm-hmm you know, we contribute to a better life. I you agree. and me together. It's not just you or me. You and me together. Mm-hmm. I think that's changing because yeah. we can't, you know, we have to coexist still. Um, and it's just so beautiful that also men like you are doing their, you know, 
place where women can be fully accepted who they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I agree. I wouldn't want anything more for my daughter to just grow up and have all the possibilities and not be afraid to jump on whatever desire she has and just go with whatever dream that she has without being judged or, you know, being afraid of being judged at least, you know? Yeah. So, so beautiful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you mentioned that you have a favorite quote. <laughs> yes. Would you mind sharing it? I know it's a bit cheesy, but you know. Yeah, let's, but let's it go is, into like, it. I, I love it, you know, and it goes like this. Um, what if I fall, fall, but oh my darling, what if you fly? Mm. And I'm going to add the recent quote that I um, read in Jamie Kern's Lima book. Know you why? Fly, girl, fly. Mm-hmm. It is so, so beautiful. And it's really a full circle where we started, like knowing your why. It might be cheesy, but that's where we need to start. Yeah. I love quotes, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love them too. <laughs> it's it's good. Yeah, you know, it, it lifts your spirits a little bit. It's just simple like that. But I love that quote. It was really good. <laughs> so yeah, if we're going to... My... I'm sorry. Yeah, it's one of my favorites. And I think that... Um, this is really embrace that fearlessness and being, you know, not living in regret. Mm. I think, you know, me just looking back and seeing my parents who were immigrants, like seeing them living in regret, um, just makes me sad. Now my dad is going to retire and he's basically like, I don't have anything, you know, Mm. um, because he never, you know, it was always, it was always full of regrets. Um, I would rather fall um, than live my life in a re- regret. Like mm-hmm. seriously. Well said. Well what, said. What if? No. Uh, yeah. What ifs? More oops. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. So if we're gonna wrap this up, um, what's the, some last tips that you can give people who wants to start out a business or just you know start this journey of a business? Yeah, I think. Um, I'm just going to go with my framework that is called a happy place. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone have their happy spot, happy place. And if you, you can, can, can imagine, like, you know, we talked about a lot, knowing yourself, like knowing what you love. Like I would love to invite your listeners to think about the things that you love doing. Mm-hmm. It can be like, I love to write. I love to speak. I love to bake cakes, whatever that is like, write down on one side. What do you love doing? The, the second thing is ask the people that you're surrounded by, like maybe, you know, your coworkers, uh, maybe, you know, your peers, your ex-bosses, if you're in good relationship, they will give you adequate feedback. What are you good at? Because sometimes we don't acknowledge what are we good at. So asking mm-hmm. p- other people, like, what are you good at? Most of people say to me, like, if I would ask, like, you're a good mom, um, would I monetize that? No, I'm not a parenting <laughs> coach. <laughs> um, I personally don't see myself as a good mom. I try. I do my best. But yeah. I don't see, I don't, I'm not qualified to give parenting <laughs> tips. Um, what I love doing, I love to bake cakes. But do I want to monetize that? No. And then what market wants? I come, mind you, from a play, from a time when we were door to door selling books, mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know we are not in that place anymore. So what does market wants? If that's like pretty much everyone is online right now, so go 
a little bit towards the trends, but also like be really clear what is that, what the marketplace wants. So when you com- combine those three things, what you love doing, what people saying you, that you're good at and what marketplace wants, once you find a happy spot, you know, just go run hard. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Um, so where can people find out more about you and connect with you online? love for people to i just love instagram and it's become my my favorite tool so i would love people to connect with me on instagram like send me a dm or check my crazy reels where i dance (laughs) um but yeah diana lagoli on instagram i would love to to have a conversation with you there awesome i'll link that up in show notes um so you don't have to spell it out (laughs) um that makes it easier they can just click you know Uh, but I, i don't even know how to spell my name there you go. So, <laughs> expect we'll work this out. No problem. Um, but appreciate you coming on the podcast. Um, like I said, you know, I've been on yours and now you've been on mine. So it's a full circle. I love that. So thank you. So much fun. Thank you so much for inviting me and having me on your show. Thanks. My pleasure. So there you have it, guys. We'll talk again next week. Take care. Thank you so much for listening to the Oh My God, I'm Launching podcast. Now, if you like this episode, I would really appreciate if you left a review over on iTunes. And secondly, head on over to Instagram and connect with me at Ken Westgar. That's K-E-N-W-E-S-T-G-A-A-R-D. And drop me a DM and tell me all about your launch. And I'll catch you in the next episode.